0: Hey guys, welcome to the Still Here podcast with your host, Susanna Gonzalez. I hope that this is all going to work out just as I want it to work out because uh, I'm recording on two different audio tracks, one on the computer and one right here, and I'm just praying to God that it all works out. So Lord, um, let's just pray real quick before we even get started doing anything. I don't want to move because I know how sensitive this microphone is. But I also know how sensitive this microphone is. So it's uh, kind of a learning experience right now. Guys, I'm so sweaty. Oh, Okay, let's pray. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for bringing your word today, Lord. And I just pray that you move through me and what the Holy Spirit wants me to speak about um, stories of you and how you reached and touched my life, Lord. I pray that through my stories and through the way that you reached me, Lord, is How are you going to send this video out to others, Lord, and tell them that they're not alone and that they are with you always through the dry seasons when they need to hear you, Lord, or when the enemy is attacking, Lord, that you are always with them, Lord. I pray that this testimony is shared with those who need to hear it. So those who have ears, let them hear, Lord, and let them get a greater understanding, wisdom that comes out of this. And just speak truth and bring the truth to light, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So guys... Hi, welcome to the Still Here Podcast with your host Susanna Gonzalez. I believe this is episode number eight. And honestly, I'm just, like I always say, I just film whenever I can or film whenever I feel God is going to move. And God is definitely going to be moving through social media here soon. I feel like he's already starting it. He's starting the music. If you guys did not listen to my last podcast episode, uh, go listen to that first of all. But, um... It's mostly about relationships and what I've been going through with that Um, and just staying consistent with God, checking your heart, and going back to your first love moment. I didn't really dive deep into your first love moment, but if you guys want a video like that, a teaching on that, let me know. Um, So, uh, I'm not used to recording because I just do audio, so like my face expressions are probably going to be everywhere today, and yeah, but I realized that. I just reach more people when I do show my face. And it just feels like more of a conversation rather than you just listening to me. And you can actually see my emotions behind these uh, audios. So yeah, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. I've been up and going up at Oregon, trying to just figure out new projects for you guys for next month. And just the truth that God wants me to speak. I'm sweating, it's hot in the sweater. I just got done with the walk, a little prayer walk with my family. So, the prophetic word was basically about what God told me in the last episode, that he's starting to move through music and social media, and that's how he's going to reach his children. He's, he's already set the table, and so he's going to reach his children through social media and music, because the music industry is on a strike right now. It's like hitting hard, and that's the, one of the main reasons. That was one of Satan's talents, was music. So, he was prideful about it, though. So... Um, musicians, if you are doing music for God's glory, don't be prideful about it, and just do it all onto God's glory, because that's how you're going to touch people and move them more closer to the Lord, and that's what we should be doing always through. We're not supposed to be filming things like this or posting on social media for man, but we should be doing it for God's glory and saving God's children, um, and it's more than just posting on social media. It's the prayer that goes behind it. It's the editing that goes behind it. It's trying your best to receive God's word so that people can be drawn to you and you shed your light. You shed that light that God gave you onto people. So today I'm going to be talking about my testimony. I noticed that as I was deleting old videos, even on my last podcast episode, I said that I, uh... You guys can go back to my old YouTube videos and watch them. I deleted them all. God told me to delete them during the Tennessee trip because it's not me anymore. And that could be a whole testimony on the Tennessee trip because God moved so much through that. And I'm so blessed and thankful that we went. Maybe I'll share that during this. But I just wanted to touch over my testimony again because it's... One, for God's glory, and two, because to see my growth and where I've been growing out with God, and three, so that you guys can relate to me and my story with Christ, and if you're not even saved or anything like that, I pray that this video just helps you get saved through my testimony, because God gives testimonies for a reason. It's so that we can reach other people, we can be vulnerable to people and know that we're not alone through what we have been going through, and that The enemy is a sucker, and we can just stomp on his face at the end of the day. Yay! Anyways. So, um, I don't remember. my. I don't really watch back my old YouTube videos. I don't look at them. Because I feel like once God just speaks through me, he speaks through me. And then I know what's important that I need to remember for myself on my walk, on my journey. But then I just leave the rest up to you guys. You guys can apply whatever you want back into your life because I just let the holy spirit try to I try to tune my I try to just tap into the spiritual side of things more and that's one of the things I've been learning is when to tap in and when to tap out because it's two dimensions you know it's a spiritual and there's is a, a spiritual a physical realm and a spiritual realm and so it's hard and I'm not saying like you have to be sidekick you do you don't got to go to, Okay, we don't gotta do New Age stuff to tap into the spiritual realm. All you gotta do is call into the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Call into to the name of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit shall guide you there. Oh, Your angels shall guide you. Oh, Get out of here with these angel numbers. Come on, your angel numbers. Your angels did not send you those numbers. In fact, the devil did. But the angels that you think sent you those numbers are actually trying to fight battles for you spiritually so you can go on to the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know why I said that, but... Mm, if you've been looking at angel numbers, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Because those aren't from you. Those aren't from you. That ain't from above. That ain't from down below. To d- distract you from your calling and your purpose. To distract you from what God is trying to show you, which is Him. So, angel numbers are fake. Okay? Fake. Why Why do we think that they're real, first of all? Because, thinking about it, Satan's number is 666. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over me. Ain't nothing gonna touch me in the name of Jesus. But, that's Satan's number. So, why do we think that 777 means something? No. No. In the Bible, it does not say 777 or 333. No. But, the number 7 means completeness, and the number 3 means holiness. So, and it's biblical, look it up, okay, before you all, religious people, start trying to come at me, okay? But, Satan likes to proverb everything... Slipped it up on us. So it was like instead of adding one number, let's just do two more. And let my number be 666. That's what he kind of did. That's what he did. Ugh. Because Satan just tries to do whatever God. Ooh, that feels weird. Satan just tries to do what God wants to do. God (laughs) tries. Satan is dupe. But like dupe all the way down bad. He's down bad. Mm. We don't like dupes over here. We want the original. We want the original Jesus Christ. Ooh. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, ooh. And I'm covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, ooh. And he is the Lord and Savior. He is the great I am. He is the beginning and the end. He is. Jesus has always been in the plan from beginning to end. Mm. Mm. And Jesus will come back with fire of Judah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, okay. I feel, okay, I feel more like powerful with this microphone. Is this like something, is this new? Is this new? Should I just act like it works? And then just like record audio if it's bad. I think that's just the moves because I just feel more powerful with this. Yeah, but don't put your power in objects. Put your power in Jesus Christ because objects uh, do not give you power. Anyways, we're going to talk about my testimony 10 minutes in. Because I just, this is my jitter-jatters that I got to get out. Oops, sorry, I hit hit the camera. These are the jitter-jatters that I got to get out. Because I just got off of work and I'm excited for this because god has been teaching me so much and all i want to do is just help you guys if i keep looking over here guys just know i'm just looking to make sure this thing is recording soon amen amen so guys let's get started in my testimony we're just gonna jump right in so okay oh my gosh Ah. okay if you guys know me you know how weird i am when i'm tired this is how i act i just talk what comes Holy Spirit, guide me and let me be mature during this because it's this a serious topic. So let's get serious now, guys. Um, serious time for real. Serious. We're gonna be serious. S- serious. So let's start. So, growing up for me, I would claim to be I don't even know nothing because I didn't know anything. All I knew were dream catchers. I knew what did I know growing up? I knew the Buddhism statues, like. I knew that something like that would give you peace, you know? But I never knew what they were called. I didn't know there was different gods. I didn't know anything. I grew up with the Bible in my house. I grew up with dream catchers. I grew up with Buddhism, uh, sage, any new age thing you can think of, evil eyes, and the elephants, like, stuff like that, Indian stuff. I just grew up with that. So I didn't even know what I was. When people asked me what I was, I was like, uh, what's the difference between the two? And then people would be like, I don't even know. I think they, like, kind of believe the same thing, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like... Okay, so that's kind of how I grew up, until high school. And so high school came, and I started tapping into New Age, which I didn't know was called New Age Witchcraft at that time. But the devil likes to hide behind glorious, fabulous things to make it look like it's going to fit into our everyday life. And what fit into my everyday life? You may ask, horoscopes. Horoscopes fit into my everyday life. I was like really pop who would ask people, well, actually, first off, I thought they were stupid. Because I was like, how are you going to just determine my life? Or how are you going to, like, judge me on a star in the sky and t- tell me how my week is going to go? Stuff like that. So I thought, this is all stupid. But then I found out, and I was always the type of girl who, like, tried to fit in, you would say, um, with the other girls. Because that's just how I grew up. You know, people may see me as like the popular girl in high school or the girl who was well known, but truth is behind that was a whole bunch of insecurities, was a girl who didn't even know anything about herself, and was a girl who just wanted to be seen and heard. So through that, I smoked, I was vaping, I was, I didn't party because I don't think our school threw a lot of parties, and if they did, I wasn't invited, but I'm thankful that I wasn't because I just didn't like being around parties in general. Um, so I was drinking a little bit, smoking, vaping, cussing, dressing ungodly, yuck. I was going out, and I was starting to get to the point where I was going out to clubs after high school and really just trying to look good on social media so others can see that I wasn't that girl who went back to high school after she graduated, you know? And so I always try to put this front on that, like, oh, I don't care, like, I'll talk to whoever I want. I'll be I'll waste whoever's time, like you're simp, get over it, like ew, get out of my face, you know, type of thing, or I'm the cheerleader, like I'm that girl. But it sounds mean when I say that out loud. <laughs> and that wasn't my intentions at all. I just wanted to be friends with everyone, I wanted to love everyone, but I didn't know how. And I never wanted people to see the weird side of me. The girl who loved animals, the girl who wanted to be friends with everyone, the girl who loved helping people. But deep down, I wanted that. I wanted people to see this side of me. But people just saw the cheerleader who everyone knew, who did sports, and everyone thought she was pretty and cute and blah, blah, No one liked the friends I was hanging out with and stuff like that. And I was like, <clears throat> okay, so that's kind of how I was in high school. I did sports, back and forth with drama, drama. Uh, I never, like, got to the point where I'd fight with people, but I just never... I always thought fighting was useless anyways because people just end up being friends after anyways. So I'm like, okay, y'all are weird. But I feel like I should hold this up closer to my mouth. I'm sorry, guys. It's a microphone. Uses changed. But that's kind of how I just grew up. Um, I grew up more with guy friends because the girls there at my school were... Something else, you know, but I can't say anything about them because I was the same way. We were all the same. We just didn't like that we were all the same. So we tried to find differences that we didn't like between each other. But then they all the girls were the same. We were all just there. And then it just got to the point where um, I would say my junior was when I started to, like, really accept who my friends were at that time and who... I was, and I feel like that's how everyone is their junior year. They're just starting to figure out their life, what they want with their future, because everyone's talking about SAT scores. Everyone's talking about college, that next level step. And I was a girly who filmed YouTube videos in her school. So there was nothing more than I wanted to go to school for than editing and filming. So I was trying to not necessarily, not necessarily like find my way into that, But I was always looking up schools to do something like that. But growing up in the house I grew up in, people didn't go to college. People, no one graduated in my my household. Um, Me and my sisters are the first generation to graduate in our um, family household. We are the first ones to kind of just be healthy throughout high school and not like We beat teen pregnancy, and that was a thing that was spoken over this house. And I think that's one thing that scared me about being pure and holy was because so much of that teen pregnancy stuff was going around. Like, oh, if you're not a virgin, then, like, you're lame and you're boring and all this stuff. And so, you know, I was always put on a front, you know, and try to be cool, blah, 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 with guys and all this stuff. But the truth is, like, people, I mean... Y'all, I didn't... I didn't... This is so weird. Okay. Like, it's just something that, like, people don't talk about, but needs to be talked about more. And saving your purity is one thing that I've... I'm thankful that I did. Because, one, people aren't up in your business all the time. Two, you don't... You don't got random dudes trying to hit you up all the time during high school, trying to sleep with you. So... I always felt like the odd one out. I don't know why I'm going this route, but we're just going to talk about purity right now. It's such... I always felt scared to lose it, and me being scared to led me to not lose it, which I'm thankful for, because, like I said, it's, it's just protecting yourself at the end of the day, but I wasn't even religious. I didn't know anything about that. I honestly thought I was lame and... Like, just lame and boring. Like, no one wanted me because of it. And that I would be made fun of because of it. But that's not the truth. Like, if you're saving your purity, protect it so much because it is so holy. It matters the most. It matters the most, especially on your Christian walk. It saves you from being hurt. And, ladies, maybe we can tap into purity, like, on a whole other episode. But yeah, just save it for that perfect someone. Save it for the person that God has for you guys. Because it's not that God didn't create it just for us to suffer. God created it because it was a beautiful thing that made a man and a woman come together as one. Spiritually and physically. And it's beautiful. And it's what creates life. And it's it's so, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Like, and... I don't know what else I'm going to say about that. But we're just going to leave it at that. It's beautiful. And it's precious. And it's it deserves you. Like, you deserve so much more than that one night stand. Like, you deserve so much more than that. And you know that. And you act like you deserve more. Then why don't you do it? Because saying and doing is one thing. You could say that you are the baddest girl alive and you could say that you were the boss babe and all this stuff. But if you're not out here saving your purity, if you're not out here being the feminine woman that God has called you to be, then what are you doing? Get a heart check with God. Check your motives and obey him. And he will lead you down the right path. One to protect you and one to love you. And to show you that he is truly the only man you need. Amen. Hallelujah. Ah. Anyways, so yeah. Ooh, okay. I got into a relationship my junior year of high school. Now, one thing I also recommend in high school is to not date. One is a waste of time. Unless you for sure know. Like, if you're a Christian and you for sure know that God sent you your person at that time, then sure go on. But I doubt it. You are young. God wants us to live our youth to the best of our ability to glorify Him and all we do. And if we're just out here trying to pursue relationships all the time, then that's just some trauma that you got to reveal under yourself, sis and brother in Christ. Because what is the point of dating? There is no point in dating. There's no reason why you got to date three people a year. No point at all. The point, dating is not even a thing, and that's another thing that the enemy perverted is so that people wouldn't get married, so that people wouldn't make, so people would make covenants with each other, but then leave, and that's what creates soul ties. And then the enemy will then use that toxic toxic stuff uh, into the water. It's never gone. It's never gone until you get deliverance and full healing. So, don't date in high school. But I'm... Okay, I want to say I'm glad, okay, I'm kind of glad I did, though, because it revealed to me who my true friends were, and it sucks that I had to go through all that, but I also left high school friendless, you know, like, I left high school with a whole bunch of drama, a whole bunch of baggage, and I just didn't like it, it was COVID, and it was just a depressing season for me, I didn't know, I didn't end up going to college like everyone else was, and I just felt like a low-life girl, but... Guys, I only felt like that because I was a type of girl who was always doing her best for other people and not necessarily herself. but this was before I was saved. So everything I did was for me. I was like, oh, I was pride. I was walking in pridefulness at the time. so I was like, oh, like if why am I gonna go if it's not making me happy? Why am I gonna go if I'm just gonna be in debt? And I still like motives today like if i'm I'm not gonna go to college. I don't like being in debt. I don't like the idea of being in debt. Debt is not something that should be normalized. Um, And getting help from the government is something that I never really wanted in my life. And, you know, sometimes it is like that right now. Like, I am getting help from people, and I am in debt. But not in so much debt to where the government can control my money every single year and send me mails and stuff like that. And then if I die, like, I don't want my children who I never even thought of until I got saved, to be with that debt. I think that's how it works. I'm not sure, but I keep burping, y'all. So, yeah, that's how I was after high school. Well, not after high school. My junior year in relationship, blah, blah, blah. I was tapping into anxiety. I was not tapping into it. Anxiety was creeping up on me. I got this little poor habit of picking at my thumbs, guys, and it's still with me. I don't have, I'm not anxious anymore, but this habit has stuck with me, and I'm trying to break it, and it's something, it's a learning process for me, but when I was anxious, I would always pick my thumbs, I would always shake my leg, and I didn't know it was anxiety until after I graduated high school, and I was like, dang, like, this explains why I felt like the nerves kick in so much, and why I felt like this so much, but god healed me from that of course amen hallelujah and you don't need one thing i never really believed in growing up was medicine because i don't know why like my sister had to take it if you guys watch my podcast episode with her she took medicine and i did say this in that episode too that i never believed in medicine because it was from the government like I don't know why. Something in me was just like, don't ever, don't tell people your real life problems. Maybe that was the enemy too, trying to creep in. Like, don't tell people your problems because they'll send you somewhere. So I was like, oh. And that probably honestly made my my feelings worse, obviously. But the way my family was, is like, if you're sick or if you have a problem, if you have a disorder, then we're going to send you to the doctor so they can give you medicine. But I feel like medicine only, in my eyes, medicine only made people worse and I'm glad that I healed a healthy way through Christ and that I realized that it was God actually saving me and not the medicine. But I'm not disregarding medicine. Like, if you still need it, take it. But just put your faith in God because he can definitely heal you. And I know that because I've seen it happen before. Um, this testimony is supposed to be, like, sad and, like, set in the mood for that sadness. But honestly, I just kind of am joyful right now. I'm thankful that God saved me through this. And that's also one thing prophetically that I just want to say right now is that God is going to share his love more than ever right now. God is going to move more than ever right now, guys. And it's going to be through his love, his glory, his mercy, and his grace. And... He just wants to show his children that he is love. And that he is the great I am. And I'm just going to leave it at that before I add more words onto it. That, Because I don't know what I just said. But, y'all heard what I just said. So, in the relationship, <laughs> high school, I just keep it for a bad time. Because I was like, oh my gosh, the only thing I don't remember in high school. Honestly, because... Now that I'm saved, like, I forgot everything about my past. And it's not a bad thing. Like, I still remember what God saved me from, which was depression. That's the main thing. That's the main root. That's the main reason why I'm here right now. And, but high school, I don't remember anything. So I'm sorry. That's all I got for high school. Graduated. And through that, I had to work about three jobs to just help my family with bills, to help myself figure out my life and what I wanted to do, saving up to move out, And it was COVID season, so um, I was working three jobs. I was doing DoorDash, I worked at H&M, and I worked at Walgreens. It was the most depressive state of mind I think I've ever been in in my life because, one, I was overworking. Two, I had people to show up for every day. Three, I was the only one in my family who drove at the time, so I was driving my whole family everywhere. My car was a Volkswagen Jetta 2002, poop car. Don't ever get one. It's a good first car to teach about humility, but don't get a car like that. Worst car I've ever got is breaking down like every two weeks, and it's a foreign car, so no not know how to fix those. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I had bills to pay here. I was saving up for money here. I was trying to save up for a new car here, and I just never felt loved. I felt used more than anything. I felt like my love for everyone was just Like, okay, so this is like a Christian thing, but it's like, you're pouring, I was pouring my cup out to everyone in my life, but no one was pouring their cup into me. And so every night I just come home and cry and like, the boyfriend at the time, like I would try to talk to him about my feeling, but he would just say like, oh, we're good, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, oh, or like, I would always try to escape my feelings by trying to hang out with more people and try to fill up my schedule so tight so I can escape these feelings that I had. One, I'm thankful that I went through that season in my life, though, because it showed me how hard I can actually work if I put my mind to it, and that there is enough time in the day where I could work hard towards the things that I want. Two, it taught me how to manage my money a little more better. And three, it made me realize that God, God's love, that God was always with me from that time. I cannot imagine the the amount of times where i would look inside the mirror and just see ugliness and i think that's the first time that i just now realized that god highlighted to me that i was going to see spiritually because when i looked into the mirror that one day it wasn't me and i think it was a demon i was looking at that was inside of me And I remember this day so vividly because I was sleeping in the basement of my grandparents' house. And I was getting ready for work. I was getting ready to go to work at Walgreens. And I just stared at myself in the mirror. My eyes were just tired. My bags were bad. My skin was breaking out. My hair was dead and ugly. My face just looked swollen type. It just looked unreal. I couldn't look at myself. I just felt like I was looking at someone else. So I was just looking. And I was just like. Another day, right? You know? Another day. So I go to both jobs this day, I think. And, no, it was at Walgreens. And. It was during the holiday season, so it was more stressful because I was also trying to afford presents for my family. Because all I wanted to do, and I still want this, is just to provide my family with gifts. And just, like, not have... All I wanted, and the reason why I chase, I chased after money so hard is because I just want the kids that are here in this house, and my grandparents. I just want to be able to take care of them, you know? And that's all I wanted to do was take care of the people around me. I wanted them to be happy with the gifts I bought them and know that I worked hard for those things. So I was going to work, and... I just remember coming back home after a long day of working a whole... I think it was like 12, 14 hours at Walgreens. I don't know. I was there all day, opening to close, I believe. And Walgreens sucks, as it is, (laughs) dealing with old men and people who just aren't respecting of others. uh, It gets exhausting, even when you're exhausting. So, I'm pretty sure I reached out to someone about my feelings. You know, how I didn't have a great day or... I just wanted to feel noticed that I wasn't okay. You know? I remember just putting my bags down on my bed and, you know, getting ready to go take a shower so I can wake up at 5 a.m. again, get ready for the next job the next day. So I go to shower and... It just feels unreal, like, talking about it because it's like, that wasn't me. It it just wasn't me. That whole time, me working, it wasn't me. So I got to take a shower, and I always say this because I feel like so many people can relate to this, but it was one of those showers where you just sit in the bathtub and you cry, and the water's just hitting you. You just, you don't wash your body, you don't wash your hair, you just sit in the bathtub and cry. But you, you, you cry in the shower so that no one can hear that you're crying. It was, it was that. I don't know how long I was sitting there for. But I was just like. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit before this moment because God just put a thought in my head. But before that bathroom scene, I, for like weeks, I was. I believed in a reincarnation, I believed that there was something further spiritually. So I would write letters. I was supposed to have a twin sister. And unfortunately, she didn't make it. And I pray that she's in heaven with the angels and that she is an angel of light. But, yeah, I was supposed to have a twin sister. So I would write... I'd write letters to her just asking her to save me, asking her to give me strength and stuff like that. But as I was writing letters to her... Me looking back at it now, I didn't realize that that was just me writing letters to God. Me writing letters to a God I didn't know. And there would be a time that I remember writing this letter and I said, "Dear God, like I don't know who you are. I don't even know if you're real. But this is what I'm going through." And I feel like there's some I feel like there's a God out there, but this is what I'm going through. Every night I'd pray now I lay me down to sleep. I praise the Lord, my soul to keep. If I shall die before awake, praise the Lord, my soul to take. God bless my whole friends. God bless my family. That's the type of prayer I'd pray every night. And I was just like, help me, like something help me, you know. There'd be times when I pick up the Bible and try to read it, but I couldn't read it, I couldn't understand it, so I just gave up on that. And I was like, what is this life, you know? So then we jump scene to the bathtub, and so I was just sitting there, and I was like. And this was when probably the demon that, I, that was what dwelling inside of me was taking full control, honestly, it was taking full control. So I uh, I remember like in this razor, and I feel like if you had a spiritual encounter like this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But something evil just talks to you. Something evil in your head, and it this this voice was deep. This voice was clear on the instructions on what it wanted me to do. This is not this is not this is the Holy Spirit talking right now because I don't even know the Holy Spirit's talking. The Holy Spirit is guiding me through this right now. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Spirit. So the, the the thing was clear on what it wanted me to do, and it said, "Grab that razor, break it." Find a way to break it and cut it, cut yourself, cut yourself into your bleeding, like cut, cut it, cut deep. And I just remember staring at it and I was like, no, like, I don't want it. like, and then like, I was like, no, like, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, I'm sorry. I want to do it, but I can't, you know, like, I can't be gone. There's something more to life than this. And I was like, I can't, you know, I was shaking back and forth. I was like, I can't, I can't. That's all I kept saying. I can't. she's crying because I was like I can't do that because of what church like church has been through that cher- my sister has been through that we've all been through it like something inside of me was like no like you can't do this as I was going to reach for the razor to cut it I just felt a bright white light over the bathroom door over my whole right side and it was like so peaceful it was it just overtook and it happened like that it was like like a white light flash and I looked over and I was like what and like it's like that demon just like flew it flee at that light it just went like when that light hit the demon flee and I woke up and I was like okay and I just, like, got up out of the bathtub, and I I was I was still crying because I was, like, in disbelief, kind of. I was like, what what was that, you know? I just got dressed, and I went out, and I started crying, and I was, like, I was crying out, and I was like, thank you. I don't know what I was saying thank you to, but I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, I can't believe I was so low-life of myself that I was going to do that. Ooh. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Who oh, no. knew? How far that could have gone. If I was to just end it in that bathtub, what what would have happened? You know? I probably would have been out drinking, still smoking. Depressed, still clubbing. Hanging out with people who weren't worth being in my life. But you know, all glory goes to God at the end of the day. Because I didn't save myself. I think. Lately I've been seeing that there are people who need their stories to be heard. Who want to discover more, but they're scared to discover more. Because you don't want to be seen as weird. Or you don't want to be disowned. Or whatever the excuse or case may be in your life. But let me tell you one thing. Being this weird Christian girl that I am, who praises God every day, who walks with God every single day of her life, who who wakes up without, who can't even get out of bed without saying thanks to God first. That's how crazy I am for God. That, Encounter I had with God was so little compared to all these other encounters that I've had years later with God. God has shown me His glory. God, I feel like I feel honored to share all these visions that I've had with Him because He's real. Jesus Christ is real, and it's more than just posting a Facebook post. It's more than just going to church for two hours a day, not even two hours, 40 minutes a day on a Sunday. It's more than going to Easter once a year. It's more than just opening presents on Christmas Day. It's more. God is more. God created everything. This is God. Everything is God. God is my Savior. God is my Lord. You don't need works to get to heaven. But faith without works is dead. You don't need to be perfect to get into God's kingdom. You don't need to be religious. Because religious people aren't always going to God's kingdom. We are at a stake right now, an urgency right now, that everyone you see every day, the people you post on when they die, may or may not even make it to heaven. Forgive that person who hurts you, because unforgiveness will not let you get into heaven. These stakes are high, guys, and it God isn't teaching us to be perfect. God is just teaching us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. God is teaching us to rise up as warriors and be the end-time prophets, to be the end-times church. He's rising us up. He's raising us up. And so many of us are scared to step out in faith and preach the gospel. So many of us are scared to post that post. So many of us are scared of thinking about what other people are going to think. But what? Is your soul going to think on judgment day? When God says, depart me for I never knew. You You thought you knew me. You thought going to Easter once a year was you knowing me. But that's not even the fullness I've had for you. What if God told you I called you to be a pastor? I called you to do this. I called you to travel the world for me. But you decided to choose drinking and clubbing over me. What if he told you that? I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but it's time to get your life together. Not for you, not for your family, not for your friends. It's time to get your life together for God, for Jesus. Call unto the Holy Spirit and he will show himself to you in in a supernatural way. I don't know who that, I don't know if that's a word for someone. But quit living the life that you know you don't want to live anymore. Oh my gosh, that was a good word. That was good. Ooh, I feel a spirit. Get rid of those people you know you need to get rid of, get rid of that lifestyle that is not you anymore. Quit making up the excuses. This is not the time for excuses. God is bigger than excuses. And what God takes away, he can easily replace with something 10 times better. And I know that you can let go of that person. You will be hurt for two days because I know my God can heal you in a day. Because he's healed me in a day. I know that God can show you his glory because he showed me his glory. I know God can speak to you because he's spoken to me. I know I can see things supernaturally because he's shown me things supernaturally. I don't listen to worldly music anymore because of him. I don't drink or smoke anymore because of him. I'm not suicidal or anxious anymore because of him. I am saving myself for marriage because of him. I dress the way I dress because of Him. I eat the way I eat because of Him. I post the things I post because of Him. And if we're not living our lives like this, guys, then we are not living for Him. Wholeheartedly. And I'm not saying this to be boastful and think, oh, I'm a perfect Christian. Guys, I am on my knees every single day asking God to not lead me or lead anyone astray who watches or listens to me. And I don't think you guys understand the big deal it is to be a leader, to be called, to be chosen during this time. Because if I lead someone astray, that person's blood is on my hands. I am repenting to God of any unknown sin in my life every day. I'm praying that God just continues to humble me every day. And if I hurt your feelings, I am so sorry. Truly. Truly. My my intentions aren't to ever hurt anyone's feelings. My my intentions is to not waste time. Especially the, your time. And if we ever were to think together, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. And I'm sorry that I played you. I'm sorry that I did these things, okay? But you know, it's not this it's not just for me, but it's also me doing it for you. So many of us try to put on this front that we're the perfect Christian, that we dress cute to go to church. We share a little cute Bible study. We do this and that, a cute thing every single day, you know, but God isn't cute. God isn't something we should be like, and be like, oh my gosh, God is so cute. Oh, he's so cute and up in heaven. No, we should be walking in fear of the Lord because the fear of the Lord leads to life. And it says that in almost every book of the Bible. Fear of the Lord leads to wisdom and truth. Fear of the Lord leads to life. Fearing God means that He is everything to you in your heart. We can say a simple prayer and think that is going to make us go to heaven. And that is not true. Saying your salvation prayer and getting baptized and then turning back to your worldly ways is not getting you up to heaven. Just because you did those actions does not mean you had faith during those actions. Because if you had faith, you would have repented and changed your ways. And many of us don't even know what repentance is. But let me tell you what repentance is. Repentance is going onto your knees, saying, God, help me. Help me get rid of this addiction. Help me get rid of this problem in my life that I keep turning back onto because I don't want it anymore. And the reason you're in repentance in the first place is because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And the Holy Spirit doesn't want to live in an unclean place. So ask for the Holy Spirit to guide you. Ask for the Holy Spirit to clean out that ungodly temple that you have been dwelling in. That the Holy Spirit has been dwelling in because the Holy Spirit wants you to be clean and pure and i can't preach too much about this because it's about to be for the young adults but y'all god is calling us to holiness god is calling us to fear him god is calling us to be for him oh i feel the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus repentance is turning your whole heart to god It's saying lord i can't hold this anymore And God, I can't hold this anymore. I need you to take it for me. And turn from your old ways. Turn from that thing you gave God. That is what repentance is. Turning what was unholy to holiness. And I know there's so many people in my life who've had supernatural encounters with God and still just shake it off their shoulders like it was nothing they don't sit and talk to to they don't sit and talk to god about it after they don't sit and talk to a fellow friend about it after they just say oh my gosh i got a cool dream thank you bye like sit and dwell with god about it why did he give you that dream why did he give you that vision oh my gosh I'm about to start preaching, but I got to save that for Thursday, October 5th at Young Adults, we're in a live church, a little promo there. This is definitely not how I wanted this podcast episode to go. I wanted to sit and talk about my whole testimony, but God really just wants me to preach about holiness, purity, and repentance, and that's what I'm going to do. Obey Him. Guys, I have not been this happy in my life ever. And this Christian walk may either be hard, and it may look easy on social media, but I'm going to keep doing what i got to do at the end of the day. I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray. I'm going to be healthy, clean my temple every day, repent every day of any sin known and unknown, forgive those who hurt me, and get over it, and just continue to live for God. Live for Jesus, and so many, I just want to say this out there. Cross necklaces, cross jewelries, cross anything with a cross on it is not meant to be cute. It's not a trendy look. It's not meant to just be like, "Oh wow, well, I want this cross necklace because it's cute. You are representing my Father, who carried my cross, who carried my burdens, who carried my sin, who carried your sin, who carried your burdens. Quit idolizing the cross and start idolizing the creator. Start worshiping the one who carried that cross. Ooh, this was a harsh podcast today, y'all, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Oh, gosh, this is good stuff right here. I hope y'all eating because we ain't giving no more milk on this podcast. We about to start giving some meat. We hear that? We hear that, y'all. We hear that? Say amen amen, because I'm tired of giving y'all the baby milk, I'm tired of talking about relationships, I'm tired of talking about boys and friendships and stuff like that, obviously it's an important part of our walk with God, but there's more people out there who are called to do that, I'm not one of them, I'm called to set people up for success in the Lord, I'm called to set people free from their depression, I'm called to set people free from their demons that have been dwelling in them, I'm called to preach to many nations, I'm not called to do no patty cake, um, Christianity, uh, motivation stuff okay that's not what i'm called to do it's not what i'm called to do i'm called to teach the word of god and spread the truth and truth shall set you free and sometimes the truth hurts but you can suck it up buttercup because you better put your seatbelt on for this ride because it gonna be crazy good up in here mm. Mm. i ain't going y'all better be preparing for what's gonna start coming because god is giving me what he wants me to talk about not just teachings but for the young adults y'all better get ready share this video with your friends and tell them no more milk like paul says no more milk y'all gotta start eating the meat because we are grown now we are grown in christ Why are y'all still on milk Y'all should be out here prophesying over people. Y'all should be out here preaching with people. Y'all should be out here evangelizing, being a five-fold minister. And y'all out here wanting to dwell and sit with your Instagram post. Get over it, sis. You become a warrior God raised you up to be, man and woman of God. Come be that warrior. Come fight for the glory of God. Come fight this war that we are all facing. Because I'm tired of just being singled out. I feel like by the devil, there's so many Christians sitting down because they're complacent and comfortable with where they are, that they're okay with their brothers and sisters in Christ around them, fighting wars for them, fasting for them, praying for them because they don't want to fast for other people, because they don't want to pray for other people. This is my thing. God is calling you up to be a warrior. God is calling you up to be a leader. You're not going to get the pulpit just because you got the college degree for it, Okay? Okay? Preach it right now. Just because you went to college for school doesn't mean you got the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. You maybe got some demons dwelling in you. We got to cast them out, sis, and then you'll be good to go to go preach, okay? God is calling to raise his children up to be warriors right now, not motivational speakers right now, okay? Of course, he wants us to spread his love and tell his children to repent, but God is calling us to rise up and fight against the evil because why are they pushing their agenda more than we're pushing our our agenda, which is Jesus. Why am I hearing more about pride and the pronouns and dating and sexual morality and all this stuff when I'm not even hearing about Jesus? Why do we? Why do we got Christians dressing up for Halloween? Y'all don't want to talk about that though. Halloween is not some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna film a whole other episode for this. Halloween is something we should not be celebrating. But y'all gonna get butt hurt about that, huh? I do not. Ooh, God has been teaching me up to be walking in authority that he's called me to be in because if there weren't people like me, if there weren't people who, look, you can say whatever you want about me and I don't care because I know what Christ says about me. Ooh, Lord, I better preach this good in front of the young adults. That's what I'm saying. I know what God says about me, so I don't care what anyone else has to say about me. I know who God told me to go to when he wants me to ask people for prayer about certain things in my life i know what who god led me to and i know who god will lead me to when he wants me to talk to people about advice in my life it's not just god in my life but i know who i have to be careful with because there's snakes out here there's wolves out here with sheep there's some demons out here that'll be talking back to these prophets and these demons gotta start trembling because they gotta start running Because we out for the heads, Jezebel. We out for your head, Jezebel. And I'm covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And nothing can touch me in the name of Jesus. Mm. Jezebel almost thought she had me. Jezebel almost thought she had me. But Jesus said that I was his. Mmm. 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 Suicide thought it had me. But Jesus said that I was his. Come on, y'all. Come on. Feel the spirit. Catch this. Catch this. Come on. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I just feel spirit. I feel boldness, and I thank you, Lord, for it all. All glory goes to you, Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Mm. All glory goes to you, Lord. All glory goes to you. You know what? I feel like this was a little warm-up for what I'm going to be preaching on young adults here soon. So if you're a young adult listening to this, this is just the beginning. This is just a little section. This a little bit of tea you got for you. We're about to serve the bread next. And serve some communion up in this house. I don't know what I'm saying, but I feel like I'm dropping some beats right now. Mm -mm -mm. This wasn't a testimony, y'all. I don't know what this was. I think this was God calling his children back to him. But we're going to swoop some people in and say that it was a testimony. So if you listen to all this, thank you, first of all. And if you watch this, thank you for watching. My eyes were drowsing everywhere because the Holy Spirit was talking to me. When I'm dwelling in the Spirit, y'all, my eyes gaze and I just zone out and I just talk. So... This is be a fire podcast. I feel it, Lord. I thank you, and I pray that you just send this video out to whoever it may be who needs to hear this about my testimony. But also about your word, Lord God, and the truth. And shall your truth come to light, Lord, as it always is. And shall your kingdom reign forever, because you are the king. You are the lion, Judah, and your fire. You will bring your fire back soon, Lord. I pray that in the name of Jesus. And the end times is here, y'all. We better start raising up. Ooh. Guys, I've been filming for about an hour now. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Alright, for all y'all subscribe to the podcast for more. We about to get and subscribe to the YouTube channel because I'm about I'm filming more of my face. I'm not doing just audio. So subscribe to the YouTube channel because God is definitely gonna be using that for his glory, and I can't wait, and I can't wait, and I can't wait, that's all I gotta say, can't wait, all for his glory, subscribe for his glory, like for his glory, because it's all for him, and share with a friend, for his glory, not because of me, for his glory, teach your friend something, share the gospel, and continue to live your life, as you are, but with Christ, and let Christ, let Christ transform you, always, Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever, right? But we aren't, and that's okay. We're not perfect, and that's okay. So don't be hard on yourself, my love, my brother, and sister, in Christ. When I said my love, I meant that for my sisters in Christ, not for my brother in Christ. We're just brothers and sisters in Christ, okay? But my sisters in Christ, I love y'all. Well, I love my brothers too, but I love my sisters. My DMs are always open for advice, for prayer, y'all, for my sisters out there. Men should only go to men and women should only go to women. Not only, but most of the time it should be like that, okay? Stand your ground, women. And men, you also stand your ground because we got some Jezebels out here and you all run from them. Discernment. Ask for discernment, brother. All right. Good night, you guys, and God bless you. And have a very blessed day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Subscribe to the podcast for more because you're still here. God gave you a purpose and a reason to be here and yeah i love you guys and i thank you so much for listening and all glory goes to god jesus name pray and this is all closed amen goodbye